is good. Pastor spoke on that last week, I believe, or a week before, I think. Um, before I uh, we get into the communion verses, um, I wanted to read a little bit about from Isaiah. Uh, really appreciate Nathan's message this morning, and uh, he mentioned that uh, Hezekiah was uh, surrounded by Snack Sennacherib, is his name from Assyria, came down and was going to attack. Um, uh, Judah attack um, Hezekiah, and he sent messages to Hezekiah that said, "Hezekiah that said, we've captured all these cities on the way down from Assyria. Don't think you can beat us." And so, um, so the people, the, the soldiers from from Sennacherib's army, were surrounded him. Several hundred thousands. We're not talking a few people. We're talking hundreds of thousands. And it would make you shake in your boots normally, right? <laughs> so Hezekiah goes to Isaiah. We're going to read Isaiah in just a minute. But he goes to Isaiah and he says, hey, you know, we're, we're surrounded, but we do. He says, trust in the Lord. And that's, that's our answer for just about everything, right? We have to trust God. And so they did. They trusted God, and in the morning, the death angel went around and killed 185,000 troops. And so Sennacherib went back home with his tail between his legs, as you mentioned, and uh, it shows the power of God. Reading the Old Testament is so cool because it's got, it tells you, it really, it shows you the, the, the love of God and the characteristics of God. So if you want to know the characteristics of God, you can see it through the whole Bible, but you really see it in the Old Testament and how uh, he treated Judah. Um, there's the northern kingdom, ten tribes, and then there's the southern kingdom. And it, Isaiah was the, was the um, prophet for the southern kingdom. The northern kingdom had all bad kings, 20 of them. But the, the southern kingdom had a lot of good kings, but there were a few bad ones mixed in. And so Isaiah, um, God was looking for a prophet to warn Judah of their shortcomings. And, you know, both Israel and Judah were, were worshiping idols. And... Um, you know, we have a jealous God. He does not, you know, we want to worship him and praise him for what he's done. So uh, Isaiah, if you want to follow along, Isaiah 6, 1 through 13. In the year that Uzziah died, Uzziah was a good king, but he made a few mistakes. He went into the temple one day. I think he got his, on his pride movement. And he went in there and started burning incense. Well, he was going to burn incense, and the priest said, wait, no, no, you're, you're not allowed to. You're not consecrated to do that. And as they were talking to him, he started breaking out with leprosy. And so they wished him out of the, out of the temple. His son was uh, Jotham, and he was, he was 25 years old when he took over. But what his, what his dad did is he, Uzziah, um, 
basically gave orders to Jotham, and he went, he went and carried him out. And then when he died, then his son Jotham took over. And so just I'm just giving you a little background here. So when, when I read this, you'll kind of know a few things. So in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting on a throne. Another little background. Uh, God showed himself to Isaiah in a vision. And I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and uplifted and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. One had six wings. Each one had six wings. Two covered his face, two he covered his feet, and with two he did fly. And one cried to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And the posts and the floor moved, and the voice of him cried that was... Uh, and the house that was filled with, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, "Woe is me, for I am unclean, undone." This is Isaiah, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people with unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of Hosts. And then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hands, which he had taken with tongs from the altar, and he laid it upon my mouth and said, To this hath said, Lo, this has touched thy lips, and thine iniquity is taken away, and thy sin purged. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and will go? Then it said I, Here am I, send me. And he said, Go. So God's holiness refers to his absolute moral purity. Unstained by sin, God stands apart from other beings. He is like no other in majesty and might. God's glory represents the sum of all his attributes. The glory of God fills the earth through creation, his omnipresence, and his attributes. His unlimited power. And God displays his attributes in the world he made. So how we view God directly relates to how we view ourselves. A true understanding of God eliminates our human pride. When we understand God's holiness and recognize how short we fall before him, Isaiah found himself so undone by God's majesty that he declared, Woe is me. God saved a remnant from the tribe of Judah so that we could have the Messiah to come. That was one of his promises. He told David, I will keep someone on the throne forever. And so Isaiah is one of those who wrote, he's also one of those who wrote, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So let's go ahead and turn to uh, chapter... Luke chapter 22, and verse 14, and we'll have our communion, and the, those serving communion will let you know when to come forward, and uh, you take the top thing off of the little cup, 
and it's kind of hard sometimes to separate those. And then you take the bread, which re represents the body of Christ, and then the, the juice, which represents the blood of our Savior. Luke twenty two fourteen, And when the hour was come, he sat down, and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread, gave thanks, and brake it, and gave it unto them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, also after the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. So let's pray, and then we'll have our communion. Father, we uh, need you so 